Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, this is Dan from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I'm listening to you guys. And uh, speaking about the Sarlacc pit reminded me that when I was a kid, when I saw Luke jump off that diving board and catch it and come back up, I decided that was something easy that everyone should be able to do. And I can firmly tell you after more than 20 years of trying to pull it off, it is not an easy thing to do. It really hurts your arms when you try to jump off a diving board, catch it, and pull yourself back up. I even tried to simplify it down to doing a pull-up instead, and even that's still pretty difficult. So, kids, don't try that at home. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, we scrutinize, and we celebrate Return of the Jedi one minute at a time. My name is Alex Robinson, and you can see my website, comicbookalex.com. Uh, my name is Pete the Retailer, and sometimes you can see my website at PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Dan McCoy of the Flophouse Podcast, which we, I forget we haven't said before, can be found at FlophousePodcast.com. I'm Stuart Wellington of Charlene's Bar. <laughs> and I'm Elliot Kalen, head writer for The Daily Show with John Stewart. Nice. At thedailyshow.com. At thedailyshow.com, yeah. We met in the lobby. <laughs> Does Charlene's have a website? Uh, probably not. Uh, and, and don't go on Yelp. No, well, there's some Never very unfair it's a wonderful. It's a wonderful fair. bar. It's a great bar. <laughs> With a great ju- jukebox. Thank great you jukebox, Thank you no guys. TVs, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, pinball still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So Flatbush, uh, near the 7th Avenue, stop on the queue. L of the B. Selling the hell out of this bar. Charlene's, okay. why am I pro- hyping your wife's bar so <laughs> I don't much? Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we've gotten the sponsorship from Charlene's Bar out of the way, yeah, we why will... am I not hyping the private school that my my wife works at? <laughs> That's the Heschel School. Go to this private school and Are get you drunk? rich and have Jewish children? <laughs> the Heschel School. We're discussing Star minute thirty three of Return of the Jedi. Minute thirty three, which starts with uh, Luke doing some fancy Jedi bouncing off of the diving board, yeah. <laughs> and Jedi it bouncing. ends a minute later sure. with Han Solo asking the question, Boba Fett. So we're yeah. here, still in Sarlacc territory. Now the action is starting. There's a lightsaber falling down, which Luke will presumably catch. It's amazing, because we were in the desert before, because now things are finally heating up. Oh, uh, oh yeah. That's a great one. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, was well, always, I was always really bothered by the, the edit of R2 shoots the lightsaber out, and Luke is standing there with his arm up, and it seems like it takes forever for the lightsaber to land, and everyone's just like, oh, like watching the lightsaber go. No one's like, boy, that guy jumped back on the diving board. And also, like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not no, doing anything. Let's yeah. just push him back in. I, I could almost believe Job, they're like, we should shoot him. And Job was like, no, 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 I want to see this. Let me let him do his trick. Let him do his trick. This is a good show. <laughs> well, again, yeah, we were talking about, you know, everybody in Jabba's palace was stoned all the time. So if everybody wasn't so stoned, they would have shot him instead yeah, but they're of, like, know, the guards what? are all just kind of like, huh? 
half what of them that? went up to watch the lightsaber fly up and just stared into the sun and hurt their <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so the lightsaber is falling. Like, did they hear R2 shoot it? Like, it seems to me that just would have yeah, been like another Because we did. R2 goes, Wee! <laughs> he goes, lightsaber away! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Maybe they're just watching Luke and they're waiting for him to do something they're next. Like, Whoa, that guy totally did flips. He's Nobody's ever yet. done that before. <laughs> Weequay, he totally bit your moves. <laughs> what on me, Weequay? Yeah, it just turned into a dive off. All right, Weequay, you're up, you're up, you're up, and he just has like a complicated like he, he does, does like a worm off. The, off the, yeah. Yeah. Once Luke gets his life, lightsaber, though, you realize like how it's not a particularly elegant mode of fighting when you're not fighting another person with a lightsaber. <laughs> far less yeah, clumsy you're... or random than a blaster. <laughs> but it, it just oh, the fact that he almost kills Chewie and Han. Well, it, yeah, it just, just looks sweet. like Luke is like pushing people off the skiff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're trying to get away from the maniac swinging a laser sword at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this debut of Luke's green lightsaber. Oh. So, uh, pretty exciting. Up until now, we've only seen red and blue. Mm-hmm. This is the new one, green. Very exciting. Very exciting. Right after we see him I swinging guess. that lightsaber, we get to see Lando's contribution to the fight, which is taking off his helmet and smacking a guy with it. <laughs> <laughs> and th- this is uh, Lando gets knocked off the skiff, and all I can think every time I see it is, shouldn't have worn white pants today, Lando, <laughs> because they're going to get super stained <laughs> just to roll them out when the day's over. <laughs> Do you think those were assigned to him by Jabba? You think well, like when you go there, he gives you, like, is his uniform included as yeah, part of the oh, package? Maybe, he's got a yeah. pretty tight dress code in the palace. <laughs> you go downstairs to uh, EV-99, like, what are you, a 32? Okay, hold on. Mm, you're wearing Gamor- dark pants, <laughs> these but you'll Gamorians certainly learn have respect. Me out of extra larges. <laughs> they, uh, I like to believe that, yeah, that they uniform. Maybe they just, like, Jabba killed someone and gave the clothes to him or something like that. <laughs> they have a certain number of uniforms, that as soon as a guard dies, someone else gets the uniform. But I could also see Billy Williams just showing up in these bright white pants and being like, I look, I look tight. <laughs> I look so good. Jabba has to hire me now. What if my character wore Wait, these pants? Hold on, there's like a real confusion of like the actor and the part. Like Billy D. Williams is like, I look so good. Jabba's gotta and hire me. And George Lucas is like, uh, Billy D. I don't think you understand what's you going on. You know what I probably do is I probably bring some Colt 45 to Jabba. Works now, every time. Hold on, you're confusing another thing that you do. Vote Harvey Dent. No, okay, <laughs> you're, now you're seeing into the future. So other movies I'm in, nobody remembers any of the Billy. I have players. to think if Lando dressed himself, there would be a cape. You know, he's partial yeah. to cape, so this has to be like, you know, maybe he lost the cape at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> and he, it was against dress code by like dress code rules. So people kept coming by, they're like, Lando, lose the cape already. And he was like, oh, come on. But all right, fine. Before- his three month review, they're like, you know, Lando, you got to lose the cape. We keep telling you this. You're late every week, and now you're losing the cape. Just- Good enthusiasm. <laughs> got to lose the cape. Keep smiling. We really like that. Really, yeah, make it a sandwich. Look, if, if part of this shop was cape wearing, you would be doing great. You would be getting an A in cape wearing. However, Bib, unfortunately. Bib gets to wear a cape. He's not wearing a cape. It's, it's a robe. It's his cool duster that he thinks he's badass. I don't know. Just let him. Plus, Bib here has been here 30 years. That's you not just a, started. That's not a cape. That's the part of the skin around his neck. Oh. 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 Come on. I mean, he could be a very handsome alien. I don't know. Just to make a point, he shows up wearing Ula's fishnet outfit. He's like, I'm not wearing a cape, am I? Lando, the sarcasm is not appreciated. <laughs> Ula's outfit, but with the helmet on. <laughs> yeah, still with the helmet, yeah. You think when he took the helmet off, everyone was like, oh, it's Lando! Like, how <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought he was an alien! <laughs> how much earlier do you think that Lando applied for the job? 
Because like he's there, he's been the working there the right? whole time. He's, been working I mean, he's there. got a pretty bad position though. He's right above the Sarlacc, pushing dudes into it. Like that's not where you put <laughs> your best. Bad guy. job. That's a, I think yeah. that's a, that's a good one. I don't know. I feel like if you if Jabba really likes you, then you get to stay on the barge with him. Yeah. And if mm. and if not, then you're out. You get the farther you are from the Sarlacc pit. I think the more Jabba likes you. But I'm just like, is, has he been like undercover for like six months or something? Like, what's the deal? For a long time. Yeah, <laughs> long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were uh, we were arguing whether or not because there's a part earlier where I think. I always thought that he uh, he's referred to by name. The job is just like Lando. Lando's not really in disguise. He's just showing up because he needs a job. Like he's like, hey, you know, my my whole Cloud City thing fell apart. If you need uh, a job. You, know, I, you go to Jabba, I, yeah. <laughs> which is also the commercial for his employment agency. <laughs> you know me. Um, I'm the scumbag who betrayed Han. I, right. Uh, but he. But he's not. Is he as like it's? Is it uh, up in the air? No. Uh, uh, like Luke's in, lightsaber. In, <laughs> this this is Luke's. This is uh this is Pete's uh pet pet conspiracy theory. <laughs> Luke, Luke, today um, you get to be Luke. <laughs> what's his, his screech or something? Is his uh, oh yeah? Like, Let me look in my pretending to be Dustin Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretending to be Dustin Diamond. So Which, he's a, you know, some kind of a mad scientist character. <laughs> Tamtel Screege is Lando's alias. Tamtel Screege. Tamtel Screege. Is that some sort of anagram or? <laughs> I don't. It's like an Irish. Some Tamtel sure. sounds Irish. Screech just sounds made up. Tamtel Screech, what? <laughs> what is Tam supposed to tell Screech? I don't understand. <laughs> Tam, tell Screech the Lando's here. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So once Luke gets his lightsaber, all chaos breaks out on the sail barge. Everyone yeah. immediately just starts going, ah! And that one running guy, around screaming and yelling. <laughs> that one guy starts firing lasers at everything in, in his path. <laughs> I have to assume everyone's racing to kill Jabba because everyone's like, finally our plan is coming together. And everyone's running to try to kill Jabba because they're all trying to kill Jabba. Yeah. Like the Gamorrean who body checks C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is it the one time C-3PO shows up in this minute and he just gets knocked over. And does that is that in any way furthering the plan or the plot or was it just like it's been a little bit it's been two minutes since c-3po knocked something over or fell over let's get some more of that in there <laughs> that's true there is a great if you if i pause the scene where um the gamorian guard knocks c-3po over and there's an awesome like fresco like a bass relief fresco behind him of jabba really yeah and like all his minions so uh, yeah. check it out like aliens <laughs> around him and there's like a slave so girl it's like so it's like it's like a palm steakhouse where they've caricatures yeah, exactly. of everybody <laughs> We are in the fresco. It has Luke on the with his lightsaber, killing all the aliens. That's up like to, and there's knew. just the, some ten armed alien painting as fast as he can. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I don't want to like sound too much like an old man, like you know, shaking. But his... where's my metamucil? <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Shame. What, like, what are we talking Matt about? <laughs> in my day, we listened to the radio. <laughs> I don't want to sound too much like an old man, but Star Wars. What are those? No, I just in my like... day we had wars in Germany where they belonged. <laughs> I just I. F- I don't want to sound like this is like a screed against CGI, but I feel like... Tim tells screed. The, <laughs> like, the great thing about practical effects is that you would get touches like that, is that they're like, oh, what are we going to do with this wall? We're, well, 
Jabba, maybe he has a picture of himself here. You can like, do that in CGI. I mean, I, I feel instead, like the way they do it now is they have windows open to it. cityscapes. Like yeah. a lot of the that the the rooms in the, in the prequels, it's all like big windows where you just see things flying around in the back. So yeah, I yeah. guess you're right. I just feel like there's so so much like there's so many like tangible like crazy things that you never see. You know, if you, but you, only if you're like looking through like the art of Lucasfilm, do you actually see like all the work that got put into all these props, and it creates that much rich, richness that I don't think actually comes out in a lot of modern sci-fi movies. Or if you're looking, examining the movie one minute at a time, yeah, yeah, the other that really is a huge help because I didn't, I never noticed that, and I've seen this movie plenty of times. There's, uh, I don't know if you guys have a, I, I have a big thing I wanted to talk about in this minute. The sad Whoa. death of Weequay? Yeah. Weequay? <laughs> it's just we, that poor guy, which is uh, Boba Fett getting involved in the battle. Yeah. And I've got a lot a lot of thoughts Boba about Fett. Boba Fett. In this, in, uh, in my first thought in this scene is, why is Boba Fett getting involved in the battle? Because he did his job. He delivered Han. Is he on retainer now? Or like, he just flies in on his jetpack? Well, this just, is the first time we see the jetpack actually flies. That's true. No, I'm not, I'm not unhappy to see onto, Boba Fett he, fighting. He, but. he climbs onto the, uh, the roof of the sail barge. You see some guys unlimbering the deck gun, which you're like, that's foreshadowing, dude. They're going to totally get blown up. Yeah, it's, it's, a real, it's a real uh, uh, checkoff <laughs> moment there. Uh, if they have a gun in, in the beginning of minute 33, it must go off by the end of minute 33. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, yeah, he, he flies over there. But he he flies over. But it's not quite sure. Like he's a bounty hunter and like a mercenary. Like does he owe Jabba one? Like does he just hate these dudes and he hates Han at this point and just wants to see him dead? Like it, he, he was I, hanging around for the party. It feels like like he delivered Han and that, then he just never left. Like yeah. he's like oh, there's a lot of dancers here and but droids serving drinks. You think he'd be like check please, gotta <laughs> yeah. go. I'm too cool for this. Like the jetpack goes off and he just flies away like into the distance <laughs> and they're like what? Oh, boop. oh. Boba Fett away! <laughs> I actually have a possible answer to this. Because okay. there's this, there's later on there was a scene where Boba Fett clearly could get Han and Chewie when they're laying on the deck, but he doesn't. I was like, why doesn't he do that? And I looked on the internet, and of course, Boba Fett hates Jedis more than anything oh, because they, they killed, killed his, his father. Yep. So as soon as he sees some guy with a lightsaber, it's like he... He's like, you know, i got to get in on this. Yeah, that exactly. Guy's, he's like, that guy's dog meat. Instead of taking advantage of my ranged weaponry, I'm going to fly over so I can get chopped up with a laser sword. <laughs> so, that my, so that my gun can be destroyed and I just have to use my grappling wire. Yeah, let's do that was a, close quarters. That combat. was what I wanted to talk about. Is like Boba Fett is such a like badass or has become one. In the fandom, like everyone's like, oh, Boba Fett is so cool. But what does Boba Fett use when he's down on the skiff? He shoots like a silly, like, like rope thing out well, around first Luke. He's the first, lariat. And then later we see him just show, shooting like little laser darts out of his arm, like pew, pew, pew. Here's the thing Boba Fett. <laughs> you have a theory about Boba Fett. And not so much a theory as like, I've come to a real turnabout on him. Because when I was a kid, I was all about Boba Fett. Like, I collected Boba Fett stuff. I started writing fan fiction about Boba Fett that I never finished because why would I? Uh, but, like, to me, he was, like, the coolest guy. And it all came down to, I assume, discomfort with my own self and, like, wishing I was a guy who could just wear a mask all the time. And, like, <laughs> people would just look at me and be like, that's a cool, tough guy. I like him. You know, like, uh, but when you watch him in the movies as an adult now, it's like he does everything wrong. He's just like marginally more competent than all the other screw-ups in the movie. <laughs> yeah, if the Empire's not putting someone in carbonite, Boba Fett cannot get anyone. He, yeah. You know, he's just... <laughs> the Empire did most of the job for him. Like yeah. basically all he knew to do was wait until the garbage went out and then I guess tell the Empire to go to pick him up somewhere. But they like in the mythos around the movies, he's yeah, he's been built up into this like super guy. Like the, just this 
Just um, a great guy. Sends <laughs> his grandma yeah. flowers on her birthday. And it's and it's very weird to like to realize watching these minutes how much I projected onto him when I was young that is not evident here well, at all. It's like the beauty know? of well, like having a well-designed suit. Like right. that's well, because his design is from. fantastic and even the design from the waist down is not so great. He's just wearing like, like canvas pants, pants. <laughs> yeah, with knee pads on, but from the waist up he's got such amazing armor he's, and he's got like that he's like a roofer. That weird monster skull emblem on the shoulder and everything like the Wookiee pelt. Uh, Right. Yeah. Braid. So yeah. that like it's yeah it's a it shows like if you ha- if your character looks great from the waist up like <laughs> you can build an entire industry around lonely fourteen year old boys like wishing they could be that guy and you know limited screen time really helps yeah. too that it's just like oh like he's mysterious and looks cool. And, and, you know, he and then he disintegrates people. He disintegrates yeah. people. Probably on accident. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. Now I think he just hits the wrong button on his stuff and he blows people up. <laughs> but that, like, if you have all the other characters act as if he's totally scary, then you'll think he's scary, even if, by all evidence, he just jumps in, gets his gun cut up, shoots a guy with with uh, silly twine, string, yeah. and then, <laughs> and, then and then eventually Shoot the guy with the laser sword, <laughs> silly string, the guy who has an easy way out, <laughs> the guy with the laser sword, yeah. And then falls down a lot. Like, yeah, Boba really Fett clumsy. falls down a lot. But I guess we, we are, I don't know if we're totally at that point yet. But uh, no, he, falls, yeah. he falls down in this minute. Okay, so. and, it, and at that point it's like, wait a minute, that helmet is a real problem if you fall down <laughs> in it. It must be so hard to see through that little centurion slit that he has there. <laughs> he gets up and it's on backwards and he's just kind of <laughs> stumbling like, oh, around. It makes me really glad I never bought the, like, Don Post replica mm. helmet that was for sale. Because when I was a kid it was way too expensive. And now it's like, was I going to walk around not seeing things through that? Come on. <laughs> This is uh, jumping way ahead, but they also made a uh, Emperor's Royal Guard, one of those. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's like a death trap. It's just like (laughs) you put it on your head. It's like, and it's just all of a sudden you're looking through a tiny piece, like the the little decoder that Transformers came with, that little red strip of plastic. You're looking through that and seeing the whole world through that, and then it starts to fog up because there's no air or anything in there. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. I think this is the only time Boba Fett is referred to by name. Yeah, I guess Vader never calls him that. He just calls him Bounty Hunter. And the, the holiday special, of course, and the, yeah, right. that's true. Oh, well, the prequels too. That's the, well, in the in the holiday special. He actually is a pretty he's pretty cool. Yeah, to say he like he tricks them. He pretends like he's less of a clumsy. Compared to everything else that happens in the holiday well, special, he's the right. one thing cool. in the holiday special that doesn't come off worse. He comes off better in it. That must kill him that it's not available. He's like, look at the ho- <laughs> look how cool it was in the holiday special. <laughs> All my, my best, best stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> put it's it on no my good. reel. No, no, no. We killed that. We're not releasing it. It's no good to me, dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a great bit when uh, right before Boba Fett flies over where uh, Luke Skywalker takes off uh, Chewie's manacles one-handed <laughs> without a key, I would imagine, and not with his sword. So I guess... The force. Yeah. Force oh, okay. lockpick. He forced it open. Uh, I will say, say there's, this is not a well-choreographed fight scene here, but there's one camera movement <laughs> in it that I really like. When Boba Fett gets knocked down, there's a pan... From him to Lando hanging by the rope from the skiff, and like that's a really cool movement that makes it feel like there's all this action going on simultaneously, you know. Well, it's funny you should mention that because like during the scene, there's a lot of lasers and you hear a lot of hubbub, but I don't know who at, at this point, Luke is the only one still fighting. Yeah. Land, Boba Fett's on the floor, Lando is hanging down. Like, what's the Han and Chewie are on the floor? To. Like, who is fighting at this point? <laughs> it's like nobody's firing any weapons. Luke's just like swinging the laser or it's, sword around. It's like, a like, Hal, oh. it's like a Hal Needham bar fight where like they just saw Luke fighting and they all started punching each other. <laughs> They're all trying to kill Jabba on the skiff. That's this, probably what This is jumping ahead to the next minute, but there's a part where 
in the next minute, that you go inside the barge and Yak Face is just spinning around in place, <laughs> <laughs> looking for something to do or how to escape. And it's like, why are they upset in the barge? There's, there's someone closing the blinds, and you're like, who's doing that? Quit messing with the lights. Yeah, yeah no, I, re- I saw that. Well, the, it, it's save it's that tomorrow's girl. minute. We'll talk. We about get it. to talk about tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but, I don't know how they're right. not it's killed. Like, There's just, a guy on the deck with a cannon, and just the four of them on the they easily could be killed by someone on the deck with a cannon. Yeah, and dis- despite how like kind of clumsy it is, it still is a really like it's still a really cool fight scene for me. Like I don't know why. I don't know if it's because like Han Solo can't see, so that ups the tension. Like maybe the clumsiness makes it more exciting. I don't maybe know. I mean Luke slashing away at people with that lightsaber is pretty cool. It's the first time I think we've ever seen him like. This is Dark Luke in this part of the movie. Like he's a tougher, stronger guy than we've seen in the other movies. He's, he's a Jedi at this point. He's, he's a, not well, just he's a self-proclaimed, self-licensed Jedi. Yeah, well, <laughs> he for- and, and then <laughs> he put a Jedi who then like, though, somehow suddenly gets wussier as soon as all the Jabba stuff is yeah, over. But have we? Well, because that was personal. But have we at this point in the original movies? Had we seen anyone just going? hog wild with a lightsaber up to this point like the fights had usually been one-on-one with a lot of like waiting and then parrying or just obi-wan's cutting some guy's arm off in the cantina when the other guy had no weapon anyway like this feel i i'm gonna be wrong it feels like the first time you've seen do someone do what a kid would do with a lightsaber which is just slash at everything around him they should have had like limbs and stuff flying around you know you (laughs) You you never actually see any of the damage from the luke slashes the guy and he goes ah it falls in the pit with the the uh, Wilhelm scream. We didn't reach that yeah, these part are yet. some of the worst recorded screams I think they could have had for it. Some some of them are Wilhelm, and some are just like they just the ADR guy was just in a closet screaming stuff. You know, <laughs> I would like a like like DVD kind of alternate angle thing where it's just the Sarlacc pit view the whole time, and so it's just stuff keeps like limbs and like <laughs> guards and body parts keep falling into the Sarlacc pit. And uh, and meanwhile. Uh, Han continues to do his job in the scene, which is to say people's names out loud. Lando, well, he does, he does Chewie, that. Boba Fett. <laughs> he does that mostly the next minute. Though. Yeah. He's just, it's like the, the one, the one uh, guy who can't see that well is the interpreter for the seeing impaired who are watching the movie. Just like telling us who the characters are that are involved. Or if, I guess if a parent was watching this with their child. Who's that character? Chewie. Okay, great. Thank you. Glad. <laughs> Or it might be because he can't see that well. Maybe he's just saying people's names out loud so nobody, like, bumps into him or, like, so people know he's there. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or just finding out where people they are. People know like, he's there? Or, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see. It's like Marco Polo. <laughs> okay. Lando Polo. Yeah. Lando Polo. Sounds um, like his shirt line. I have the, the note that uh, at least two stuntmen were injured filming this scene. Wow. Like, it wasn't Dickie Beers, was it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Dickie. Poor Dickie. R- badly injured or? Uh, enough he died. That, I mean, because yeah. Stuntman, di- like in the movie The Wraith, a Stuntman died. No, like I the know. first Spider Man right. movie, a Stuntman died. I don't mean to make light. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think it was uh, life threatening, but I think they were, you know, injured enough where they couldn't participate in the movie anymore. They both, mm. just that dive off the platform into the sarlacc pit was uh, not as well constructed as they thought so like <laughs> one guy did it and like broke his collarbone and then the other guy was like oh that sucks all right i'm next and like <laughs> Just, the same uh, thing no ewok costume for you pal <laughs> wait hold on how are they gonna wait a second no that was their reward industrial light and magic <laughs> it's magic yeah we're gonna put a spell of enshrinkening on you <laughs> so you can play this ba- this space teddy bear <laughs> But so they, they, they did not adequately safely design the jumping off of a boat, a sky boat, into a, into into a big a, pit right. full of teeth. Into a space monster. Uh, That's sad to hear. 
Yeah, which I, I, I mean, apparently there would have been more shots of that kind of thing, but they, you know, they got, you know, one or two, <laughs> and they were like, all right, we better stop this because number of shots to number of people injured is uh, that ratio is is uh, rapidly dwindling. We got anything else from minute thirty three, fellas? I didn't mean to end on a downer there with people getting people got hurt. All right, <laughs> we want to dedicate this to the memory of all those stuntmen who were injured in that. Dickie, get better. Dickie, <laughs> Dickie please, if you're Dickie. out there. <laughs> Get in touch. Tell us you're okay. And while you're doing that, Dickie, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. And hey, Dickie, leave us a review on iTunes. We could use the support. And uh, yeah, and we'll be back tomorrow for the Star Wars, Star Wars Minute. Yep. That's what I wrote. The sad death of Weakway. Yeah. I'm only hoping that he dies from uh, tissue damage from being hit by a lightsaber. <laughs>